cockroaches, the insects that can live a week without their head. I often love to go online and look up different insects and see what kinds of things people are looking up. And this was one of the top things researched out by people looking about cockroaches and thinking what they're trying to find out about them. And these are the kinds of things that make our phones ring because they don't want an insect running around a week without their head in their house. Cockroaches are an important section for the ACE. And we're gonna go ahead and cover some of the basics to make sure that you're studying in the right places. So if you're following along, we are in chapter 10, the major structural pests, and we are on page 118 looking over the cockroaches. Now, one of the things that you will see about cockroaches is the order. And so here in the ACE study guide, you will see its order Blatodidae. But you will also see it a couple of other ways. Blatteria is another alternative used, and Dictyoptera is another one. And so look those up. Again, we in entomology, when we find changes through genetics and we do DNA testing and see that somebody else is related to somebody else, we will move things, which can make looking at resources very challenging sometimes. So make sure that you have all of those terms you're not going to be asked orders uh, necessarily without the pest. And so don't, don't stress about that, okay? And so one of the things that's interesting about cockroaches is that when we do inspections, we find cockroaches in these very large groups. And so sometimes people feel that they live in colonies, but they are not a eusocial insect, okay? And so remember, we know what makes a eusocial insect. And here, what they use are those semiochemicals we talked about earlier, which are pheromones. And in particular, they use an aggregation pheromone that is put out through their digestive fluids. And so a lot of times we see this in the fecal matter. And this is where it communicates to other roaches that other roaches live here. It's easier to mate when you're with a bunch of other roaches. At the same time with roaches, if you're hungry and there isn't food available, well, there's another roach. And so uh, this might be why cockroaches don't have heads for a week. And so we'll talk a little bit about cockroaches. Uh, there's 4,500 species worldwide. And for us, the most medically important cockroach species are going to be the German cockroach, the oriental cockroach, the American cockroach, and the brown banded cockroach. Now on page 118, there is a whole section about the importance when it comes to human health. And so here, they do aid in mechanical transmission of various pathogenic viruses, bacteria, and protozoa. And so what we mean by a mechanical transmission is that as they contact surfaces with their bodies, they're actually potentially transmitting these uh, pathogens over to people. And so these disease pathogens that we find are food poisoning, they can infect wounds, they can cause respiratory infection, and they can cause dysentery. And they're, you know, they are one of the leading asthma triggers um, out there with in our youth. 
And mainly this is because of their exvia, which is the skin casting. And so that is really um, part of the problem with cockroaches. So they are a medically important insect. So let's talk a little bit more about their biology. And so cockroach biology, they have incomplete, gradual, or hemimetabolous metamorphosis, okay? And so that means that they go from an egg to a nymph to an adult. And there are various nymphal stages, okay? And so they start off in an egg, and they actually have an egg case called an uthika. And that is O-O-T-H-E-C-A. And the Uthika uh, are, can be different uh, for each species, okay? They will vary in the shape. They will vary in the quantity of eggs. And so this is um, something very uh, unique to cockroaches. And there is a nice little diagram that shows you how to ID those because often we may not have the cockroach, but we may have a egg case left behind. And so this helps us to make the identification of the pest. And then from there, we can make the, uh, you know, the strategy for management. Now, the egg cases can range from anywhere from five to 550 eggs. And so it's uh, very, very, uh, very on the species. Okay. The larger the roast is, the less eggs in there. And so um, it's pretty actually cool to take a look at these up close. And so make sure you go online and take a peek. Then what we'll go from there is we're going to talk about cockroach behavior. And so sometimes uh, behavior of insects will help us make an identification. Uh, sometimes they look so close and you're maybe in the field and not able to you pull out a hand lens or there are just so many uh, differences that are difficult to see because perhaps you're looking at, for instance, when we talked about the fire ants, looking at the difference between uh, one tooth on the clypus compared to the other one for southern and red imported fire ants. Um, here, one of the unique things is, is cockroach behavior is going to be the German versus the Asian cockroach. And so uh, sometimes we can make ID based on their behavior. And specifically here, when we're looking at these two and you look at a picture, they almost look identical. Uh, people look for those two lines on the pronotum, which is the covering of the thorax, and then they can't make that ID. And so here we may look at the behavior of the pest. And so uh, when you look at them, you look at uh, the fact that Asian cockroaches will actually like to be outdoors. They actually fly, as opposed to German cockroaches, which like to be indoors and actually don't fly. Okay, and so that's one way that we can differentiate them based on behavior. So if you get to an account and you see all these roaches on the outside and you're like, wow, this is the worst German cockroach job I've ever seen. They're all living outside. Hmm, perhaps you might actually have Asian cockroach. So it's really important to make sure you take a look at that. And again, behavior can be one way that we tell the difference. Other things that are interesting about cockroaches is that they practice a couple of interesting ways to uh, feed. And so they do practice 
coprophagy, which is the eating of feces, okay? And so that's, um, they eat, they poop, all right? So that's what they do. And then the other thing they do is necrophagy, which is the eating of one's dead. They also practice cannibalism, which is eating others that are mostly dead, okay? And so um, these are terms that are bolded in your book, so make sure you're familiar with them. Uh, This is one way that we actually take advantage of behavior when it comes to management because some of our products that we use, whether they're baits or sprays, can actually be laterally transferred from one roach to the other by consuming the feces or by consuming the body. And so these are ways that we use uh, management strategies. So again, take a look at that. Make sure you're familiar with those terms. So cockroach morphology or anatomy. They are flattened dorsally, meaning they're pretty uh, flat. They have smooth, shiny exoskeletons. And remember, exoskeletons are made of chitin. Uh, They have these long filiform antennae. They have chewing mouth parts. So remember, we need to know the mouth parts. And so we know they're chewing and we know that uh, sometimes if you have people that have paper or fabric, sometimes we can see cockroach damage there. And they have two pairs of wings, but they rarely fly. Okay. And so German cockroaches Uh, definitely fly, I mean, not German cockroaches, but American cockroaches definitely fly. But the German cockroaches don't fly at all. And all cockroaches like warmth, okay? Uh, Warmth is very important for the metamorphous processes. So it's really important that they get that warmth. And so that's something that's important. Now let's talk a little bit about cockroach classification. And here they really like this beginning word of blatillidae, and then you see blatella, and then so there's a lot of similar words here. So make sure that you take a moment to really look at these words. And again, we're going to go through our King Philip came over for good spaghetti. And so we're going to be at the family level, which is blatellidae, okay, D-A-E at the end. And then we'll look at the uh, different cockroach species, genus species that you're going to find. And again, we're going to use that ranking of the ESA on the website, looking at the different pest lists. So we're going to talk about Blatella germanica, which is German cockroach, Blatella vega, which is the field cockroach, Blatella ashiny, which is the Asian cockroach, and Supella longipalpa, okay, and that's the brown banded cockroach. And so these are all in that family, Blattelidae, okay? And here, uh, when we look at that, remember that you will never be responsible on the ACE for knowing the genus and species without the common name, okay? So a lot of times, like Blattella germanica, that you know that that's a German cockroach by the uh, species name, okay? So that can be very helpful with classification. Now, with the German cockroach, this uh, particular cockroach is the most important one on the list, okay? And so let's talk a little bit about German cockroaches. Uh, They are a half to five-eighths inches long. They have high reproductive rates. So the uuthika that we talked about, that egg case, that has 30 to 40 eggs in that case. And it takes approximately two months to go from egg to adult, They do not fly, even though they do have wings. You can see the wings. And they are found indoors in warm, 
moist areas in kitchens and bathrooms. And I've been told that a lot of the questions for German cockroaches or cockroaches in general are really more about where you find them, how do you monitor for them, what kinds of conducive conditions they like. So in addition to being able to identify them, it's really important with cockroaches that you know where they like to be and that you're looking for the conditions that they thrive in. Those are really, because when it comes to management, uh, if we're not taking care of those things, we're going to have a really tough time uh, managing them. So that's important. Okay, so that's the German cockroach. Now, the German cockroach will have five to six molts to reach adulthood. So these are going to be the nymphal stages, okay? And as we mentioned earlier in one of the earlier podcasts, remember, when they go from one nymph to the other, those in-betweens are called instars, okay? And generally, they remain close to the crevices, Okay, they have a very soft body, and so they're trying to protect themselves, so they like to be in cracks and crevices, why we spend time managing those areas, right? And they feed on the feces of older cockroaches, so this is the coprophagy, and so that's important. Another cockroach that you'll be responsible for is the brown banded cockroach, and so this is Supella longipelpa, okay? They are a half inch long they have what we would call a moderate reproductive rate. So it takes anywhere from three to nine months from egg to adult, uh, or that would be generation time if we go egg to egg or adult to adult, right? And then 14 to 18 eggs per uthika. The female glues the egg capsule to the ceilings beneath the furniture, okay? So they like to be near furniture. The adults do not fly and they are found indoors throughout the house, especially in warmer sites. So that's already one differentiator between the brown banded and the German cockroach, which like the moisture areas, right? And so take a look at a picture of those guys. Um, again, there's other cockroaches listed, so make sure you go through your list. Uh, use your second source to look them up, and those are the kinds of pieces of information that are going to be helpful for you when you're studying for the cockroaches. And there's a great chart here in this book that we'll talk about at the end. The cockroach family Blattidae, okay? And so these are the paradomestic cockroaches. They live around humans and their dwellings. So that's what paradomestic. We actually consider German cockroaches domestic cockroaches. Uh, they, they live with us. And so these guys live around humans. And this is going to be actually your larger cockroaches. So we have Blatta orientalis. That's going to be the oriental cockroach. Uh, we have Chefordella lateralis, which is the Turkestan cockroach. We have Paraplatanetta, which is the Americana cockroach, or Americana, which is the American cockroach. And then we also have the brown cockroach and the smoky brown cockroach. So these are all uh, in the same family, Blattidae. Okay. Now, when you look at them, you'll see when you compare family. Blattidae to Blattelidae, you will see there's a definite size difference. The German and brown banded cockroaches are a lot smaller in size than the American and Oriental cockroaches. And so that probably helps them, you know, when living with people being smaller, uh, they get around a little bit easier. Uh, the egg capsules are also very different. So make sure you take a picture, look at a picture to see those differences because again, very, very different. The smoky brown cockroach 
um, is a cockroach that is one and three quarters inch long. Okay, they have a slow reproduction, so about 20 to 28 eggs per uthika, and it can take 12 months from egg to adult. Uh, they principally live outdoors. They like wood piles, trees, attics, soffits. So this is really where you find them. And then they have that white banding in the first insar. So it looks like they have a striped shirt on when they are um, in that first instar. The oriental cockroach is one and a quarter inch long. They can be dark red, brown to black, and they've got these really short wings. They also have slower reproduction in that they have 16 eggs per uthika, and it takes one to two years from egg to adult. And the places that they like to live is going to be cooler sites close to the ground, like basements, sewers, crawl spaces. This is where you're going to find the oriental cockroach. And last but certainly not least would be the American cockroach, which is one and three quarters inch long. It's reddish brown with pale edges on the pronotum. Remember the pronotum is that area covering the thorax. Uh, they have slower reproduction. So we're talking about 14 eggs per uh, uthika. Takes nine to 24 months from egg to adult. And this is also referred to as a sewer cockroach. Uh, they live in basements, furnace rooms, attics. Uh, they are strong flyers. And so in the northern areas, uh, we typically find them in sewers. In the southern areas, we typically find them outside. Okay, And that's usually where we find American cockroach. Another cockroach in this group is the Turkestan cockroach. And so this cockroach is actually uh, a, a cockroach that we didn't have a long time, you know, earlier, maybe 10 years ago, we didn't really see Turkestan cockroach. And now we see them. Um, they, we started off as a feeder roach. Also in areas of uh, California, they had some military sites that had these cockroaches brought with them uh, with stuff coming back from Turkey. And so this cockroach uh, actually is a tough one because the female looks very similar to an oriental cockroach and the male looks very similar to an American cockroach. Uh, but they have these white uh, spots on the sides of their body and so that's something that can help you differentiate. Uh, but they are what we call sexually dimorphic. So they don't look like, the sexes look very different, okay? And especially since the males are reddish brown and They've got wings where the female has no wings. They have those vestigial wings or wing pads that are not quite developed. And again, this is an emerging pest, especially in the Southwest and in places in the West, we're seeing this cockroach become more and more of a problem. And they might be in other places. It's just that they look so similar to uh, Oriental or American cockroaches that we're not looking at that identification. So one thing about this cockroach is it's a burrowing cockroach. So it's not going to be associated with sewers. It's actually burrowing into the ground. And so um, that's been one of the challenges with control because we're not really treating those right areas. Okay, so speaking of treatment, uh, there is a great little uh, diagram, I don't know what, list. Okay, let's call it a list. A list of things that a good IPM program for cockroaches should include. 
All right, and so certainly uh, sanitation becomes important, uh, pest proofing, clutter reduction, uh, the use of sticky traps for monitoring. And monitoring is going to be one of those things that there are certain pests that monitoring is very critical and cockroaches are one of them. And being able to read that monitor, whether you have a lot of adults on a monitor or whether you have a lot of nymphs, those are things that tell you about the population, right? Nymphs will tell you it's a growing population. You've got young. Uh, if you have a lot of adults, maybe you are doing some uh, measures of control and you can see that you're reducing uh, the immatures. And so monitors are very important when it comes to cockroach control. So make sure you understand that part. Uh, vacuuming can be something we do here. And so this list goes on and explains all of the different things that are part of a good program. Make sure that you look those over and you are familiar with them because um, that is going to be something that can be really important. Uh, last but not least, there is this great chart um, on page 122 and 123 that compares and contrasts all the cockroaches we just talked about. So remember, exam loves compare and contrast. And so um, each species will have different types of ways that you'll uh, monitor for them, that you'll have strategies for control. Uh, again, it may include baits, it may include other formulations of pesticides. Uh, it'll compare the different regions that they're found. And so I really strongly suggest you take a peek, make some flashcards here because this is all going to be uh, very helpful when you're uh, testing for the cockroach section. And then for further information, please check out your second source, which is going to be either the MPMA field guide, uh, Malice Handbook of Pest Control, or the Truman Guide. So any of those will get you the information you need to study for cockroaches.